All right, guys, welcome to episode two of the Evolved Idiots podcast. How are you, Matt? I'm chilling. It's been a long week. <laughs> it has it's a short, long week, though. Short, long yeah. week. And it's crazy because it's like during the quarantine right now, you have a lot of time, but nothing to do. Like, like you can do stuff, but it's not the same. Like stuff that I enjoyed doing in my free time, like when I was, you know, when everything was open, I don't enjoy it as much anymore because I don't think it's earned. You know what I mean? Like when I'm working all the time and then I get a coffee, I feel good. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh, this, whatever. I'm you just don't feel like coffee. you deserve it? Yeah, I just feel like some trash. <laughs> well, you know, you got to do things to, to make yourself feel like you, you earned it, you deserved it, you know? Yeah. You know? You've yeah. been a you've been a good a good citizen, you know, abiding by the rules and quarantining and for the most part. I don't like it. I know you don't <laughs> like it, but you know, you've done it. That's that's gotta be your reward. You gotta find enjoyment in little things. Yeah. You enjoy your coffee, man. You gotta just I will say it's tougher as time. the as like flor like seeing the other states reopen, you know what I mean? Especially being here in LA, like seeing Florida opening, all these other places opening, I'm like Damn, all these people are going to practice now, and like we're opening up too. We're I mean, opening up bar, very bar, slowly. Bar, barber shops and stuff opening up in Orange Today. County. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but it is gyms. Those those things are opening up. Yeah. So it's right around the corner. Los Angeles is definitely the last, the last, of, probably one of the last cities to probably. Ah, uh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we're in the state that I think's taking it, except for New York. It's the state that's taking it the most cautiously. Yeah. You yeah. know, and and L.A. County's been, I think, hit the most uh, severe of California, oh, even though yeah. it's been relatively, I think, you know, mitigated. I mean, there was a mass exodus, you know, because people couldn't afford to live here during this time right yeah, now. Yeah, there's been know? a lot of people leave already. A lot of people leaving. Yeah. So, you know, I do feel fortunate that, you know, we're still here uh, doing what we do. Uh, hopefully this will help with the. Uh, the rent prices around here you know <laughs> like i remember when i first uh first came down here it was it's it's tough to find a a a good place down in la you know what i mean yeah, yeah. how was how was your like apartment search when you started when i moved yeah well yeah when to you here? moved to la i mean it was relatively short sweet and to the point i mean i you know i moved pretty quick so yeah uh, and I was still under a lease with uh, the company, the you know leasing company that I was with in in Seattle, and so um, I actually did a lease a lease transfer. So I, I didn't I didn't really want to break my lease because it would have been well. Think you know, of it, property expensive. Here, huh? So yeah, they had property. I just had to like basically I had to assign a new lease, a new year one year lease, but as long as I transferred within their property there was no like penalties or anything. Right, right. Well, yeah. So that's what I did. That was know? that's pretty easy transition, I mean, man. I don't I've only really moved once in my life without having uh, you know, a place to live already settled before arriving. I usually That's all pick, I've done. <laughs> I usually pick it out on the internet, and I'm just like, "This is this place looks good. Yes, yes, yes." And I go move, and then I it's a year. You know, if it's not good, you yeah. live, you move the next year. But you know, surprisingly, it's turned out really well for me. You know, most places that that I've done that, the only 
uh, time that I've ever done that I didn't do that was when I went to Seattle and I spent like three months uh, living with some 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 family up there. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember my like when I was moving to the city of L.A. It was I was looking everywhere, you know, because it's like I I didn't want to break the bank on something, you know, like because rent is super expensive out here. Mm. I didn't want to break the bank on something and also, you know, like. I wanted to have that. I wanted to be hood rich. You know what I mean? I wanted to have a little bit of money left over that I could still, you know, save up for vacations or whatever. I, I know I looked at a couple places. I looked at guest houses, right? A couple guest houses out here. And don't get me wrong, there were, some of them were baller, right? Yeah. Baller guest house in like Beverly Hills and super nice pool, hot tub, all this stuff. But then the person in the main house, creepy, <laughs> straight creepy. <laughs> well, there's, there, yeah, there's weird people no matter where you go. But, you know, the pool houses, the guest houses, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've looked at them from time to time, yeah. you know, and uh, there's some nice ones out there. I oh, mean, my I God. Would, I would definitely live in one. Yeah, like. You got the, the right, you got the right uh, landlord, yeah. ma- mansion owner. Yeah, the, the one I looked at was, it was like. Oh, they have eyes wide shut parties here, but with the type of people that I didn't want to be in the eyes wide shut parties, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it was kind of it was kind of creepy. Gave me the creeps, but I mean, like, there's a lot of guest houses in in all these baller ass places, you know? Yeah, it's been uh, it's you know, I don't know. Some of the guest houses are just as nice as homes, though. So exactly, know, it's, yeah. It's, you know, it's it's just all about having the right having the right person. Like I said, you know, like you gotta hook up with the right celebrity, yeah, or the right right, right rich person. You know, I I wish I had the, the opportunity when I first moved here to to hook up with the right not get laid hook up with the right celebrity to live in their guest house. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> I don't know what are, what are what are a couple of good celebrities that you could think off the top of your head that you wouldn't mind living in their guest house. I think uh, Bill Murray be cool. Bill Murray would yeah, be cool. Yeah, Woody Harrelson might be might be a cool. Oh, cool yeah, you and him could talk. Weed I think all day. Old, I think old Matthew McConaughey would be maybe an all right. McConaughey, you know, maybe all yeah. right, all right. Just you know, he he smoke <laughs> he he smoke smoke too. You know. Yeah. Would you ever live with in Tom Cruise's guest house? <laughs> I mean, I want to say Tom Cruise would be, you know, cool enough that he wouldn't try and convert me to Scientology, but... But he might. He might, but he's kind of a badass dude, though. He is. I mean, Does all his own he's stunts. pretty fucking gangster, and, right? and, like, I kind of wouldn't mind being around him for a bit and just, like, what's he, what's he really like, you right. know? He might be all right, you know? As long as he didn't push, you know, try and push me into scientology i'd yeah. just be like look man i ain't got no money yeah I got no yeah. money for you i'm just chill you know i'd never i'd never <laughs> advance very far in your religion <laughs> I'd, like yeah like that would be a weird one a couple of like the super like elite actors and actresses that'd be kind of weird you know like who what do you mean by super elite i don't like the the angelina jolie's guest house i don't know how that should be, be weird kind of probably you know yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there's gonna be like I probably live at her at her guest house too. There's gonna be seventy kids 
all from different uh, countries well, living out that's, there. That's true. I would probably like if I had to go with like celebrities, I'd probably go more on the athletic side of things. Yeah. I'd probably I'd go with Shaq Diesel, man. Shaq would be fun. Shaq Diesel. Shaq would be fun. Cause goofy dude, yeah. fun guy. Yeah. yeah. Me and him have some stuff in common. Hip hop. Yeah. Shes, you know, sh- he came out with Shaq Fu. Yeah, yeah, whatever. He loves jujitsu and MMA. Like that's perfect, right there. You yeah, know? no, he he'd be a fun guy. I I don't know how serious his rap is, but I don't like how you discount. He was a bo- Sha- He was Shaq's rap career, man. Uh, come on. There's ne- there, there's never been a, a a successful athlete that's had a really successful. Shaq has gone gold. Hip hop. I know. We, I know he's had some <laughs> sales success, but. He was. This was also at the time when he was a fucking genie and in some movie, wasn't he? Yeah, but let him. Yeah, well, he was also Steel. Yeah, that was terrible too. I mean, I, I love Shaq, <laughs> but like, you name know, name a all right, name a but better. his but his like outside of basketball endeavors, they're com they're comedic. He can't he can't be a serious actor. I don't he think can't he would... be a serious rapper. He should be. He should be a joke rapper. He should be like. He should be like more playful and like. Just, well, a little just, dicky. Yeah, yeah. That should be more more Shaq style. Only obviously he ain't talking about having a little dicky. No, but you know Shaq. Shaq's Shaq Diesel, man. You know, like all right. Name a better athlete slash rapper. I I don't think any of them have done it well. Okay. But Shaq has. <laughs> he's he's done gold. it. He's done it more successfully. That doesn't mean he did it successfully or did it well. I think he's at the top of the list, though, right? Sales do not equal quality. I you li- no, go back. No sales do not equal back. quality. You'll be like, yo, I guarantee you, you listen to the first, the first Shaq rap album. You'll be like, it's pretty good. <laughs> no. I've I, I I remember listening to it then, and I thought it was quite ridiculous. I think because you're younger, and, and you were like, if I listen oh, to it man. now, I'm sure I would think it was ridiculous. What if you What if you listen to it and you're like, oh man, this holds up with time. <laughs> it definitely, <laughs> it definitely, definitely wouldn't. No, no. All right, okay. But for me, yeah, Shaq's guest house. I think he'd probably be the the funnest one to. Oh, probably, for like, sure. You know, for sure. Even out of all the athletes, I think I did, I would even let him let him rap for me. Oh, like actually, that'd be fun. Like having him just freestyle once in a while. That would be pretty. That'd be pretty. <laughs> and, and you'd be that'd watch, be fun. If you would be Shaq's that house, would be fun. But I think he would do it in a playful, funny way. Like I think he'd be like you know making peanut butter jelly sandwich, like rapping about it and talking shit about <laughs> me while he's making his peanut butter jelly now, sandwich in his lived, raps. I think, like, I think it'd be fun. In his guest house, you'd be like. Dude, you're amazing, bro. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I'd love. Sh- no, well, not on the, not as, a, not as an MC. I think if you lived in his guest house, you would say. Nah, don't, and he don't want to get me started on his free throws. Oh man. Or or how or how much he 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 uh, how many offensive charges uh, he got away with in his career. Leave that Hall of Famer alone. I mean, I love, I, and it's not, I'm, it's not great- that I don't like Shaq. It's just you know. Is he the greatest center of all time? Mm, no. Who's better than Shaq? I mean, let's 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 be frank about it. If Shaq did not have a the girth or B wasn't allowed to run over defensive players who already had position in the post with his girth, Shaq would never have been able to put up the numbers he did. All right, we're gonna. The game was modified. The way it was called 
offensively and defensively in the paint with fouls was changed so that Shaq could become a superstar. And the NBA does this. I mean, uh-huh. they did it to some extent with, I think, Jordan sort of influenced the way that, that the game was called to some extent with hand-checking. And, and I think, you know, other, other players have done this as well. They've kind of pushed the limits of, of changing it to more of an offensive-minded game. So, all right, so let's say you're playing. I mean, you look at it today, and defense is, is an afterthought for most of the players in the NBA. Right. Let's say you're playing – a pickup game of basketball, and you had to pick one center. Yeah. Who would your center be? Can I take any center in their prime? Yes. And don't talk about their girth anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're picking Shaq Diesel, man. I mean, I got two people that sort of come to mind. And one of them is Shaq. But they all present an interesting matchup problem. I mean, Shaq with his size is a is a is a matchup problem. Although I think both you're going to laugh at one of them, but I'm going to say Wilt Chamberlain, and I'm okay. and I'm going to say and the other one that I think would be an interesting pick because of his skill set when he was in his prime was uh, David Robinson. David Robson was great. I don't think he's the greatest center of all time yeah. necessarily, but like if I was picking teams like in his prime, I mean he was pretty pretty hard to stop. When would you say Shaq would you say Laker Shaq was prime Shaq? Or would you say Orlando Magic? Shaq in my opinion. Athletic opi- Shaq. I was so I was so upset with Shaq when he left Orlando. Yeah. I was upset because him and Penny, him and Penny was oh, like, that man. was the dream team that was supposed to like really evolve into the next dynasty yeah. in, the, in the league. And he messed it up. And I was a humongous Penny Hardaway fan. Oh yeah. You know, and watching him just break himself, trying to carry that team after Shaq left on his own. Yeah. It was like, it was Glorious to watch because he's he was so good. Yeah, but he's but too physi- banged up. Physically, he just he's, he just caught up. To I think him. that's why he doesn't eat, like he needed a counterpart. And he doesn't get the credit that he he deserves. You know what well, I mean? His I career like, was cut too short. Yeah, injuries banged up, but yeah, that Shaq on the Orlando Magic team, young, athletic, athletic still big, but not too big, but super he, explosive, super explosive at yeah. that time. And that's when bas- for me that's when basketball was pretty fun. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. You had all the funny NBA commercials, you know, Little Penny. You had a bunch of like Grandmama on the on the Charlotte Hornets. Well, I th- yeah, Charlotte Hornets at the time. Now the Bobcats or whatever. I don't even know what that that it changed into. But yeah, that's when the NBA was like the marketing for the athletes was kind of fun, and I miss that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, they didn't take it too serious. Like yeah. I remember, like, oh, Grandmama's. Uh, Grandmama. Yeah. You had Spike Lee doing Jordan's commercials. Yeah. Great stuff. Little Penny. Yeah, little Penny. Little Penny, yeah. Little Penny. Little See, Penny like, dope. You, you don't have that anymore. I think everyone's like, I think we're in the era now that everyone's trying to be cool. Well, yeah, it's, it's that, and it's too serious, and it's, well, you know, and it's, it's I haven't seen the new Jordan documentary, but, you know, I've heard some, some people criticizing and, and Jordan for not being more, uh, during his career more vocal about social issues and being like, well, 
you know, saying how LeBron is so much more socially active and this kind of thing. But I think it was a different time too. And, and I think that, you know, at that time people were focused more on trying to grow to, to, you know, it, I guess it's unfair to say that the league wasn't established, but the way that it escalated, I think, marketing-wise, oh, with, with that era, with, with yeah, that particular the, era, the transition, especially when in I guess it was what seventy-nine or whenever it was when Bird and and Magic came in and yeah. the Lakers and Celtics sort of started it, and then when Jordan that came rivalry, on. Yeah. It really just sort of escalated the whole. The whole marketing was done in a completely different way. The sponsors came in in a completely different way, and it just became a global, you know, phenomenon. And I think that just superseded some of that. Uh, and it's not saying that it was necessarily greed over over social justice. I think it was just the 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 way of the times. Yeah, and I get like nowadays with the super teams and all that, but it's like what made that era fun was like, you know. John Stockton, Carmelo, that's Utah. Yeah. Reggie Miller, that's the Pacers. Yeah. The Bulls, Michael Jordan, Pippen. Yeah. Although later on, Pippen went to the Rockets, so, you know, Malone went to the Lakers. But it's like that era was, oh, my God. It was like yeah. e- each team had an icon. You know what yeah. I mean? And it was like. I feel like the Spurs were the last team to, like, be David able to Robinson. hold together, like, a dynasty type of situation yeah. with. Robinson and uh, Duncan down there. Yeah. You know, that was really the last time that you were like, who are you playing? Well, it's basically Tim Duncan or it's basically David Robinson because it's the Spurs. And you knew you were getting a full team effort because that's the way they Popovich coached them. And same thing with the jazz back in the day, Jerry Sloan, who just died actually just, just this, uh, this week, I think. Yeah, this week. Um, But you know, you knew what you were getting. It was always a hard press defensive effort and that pick and roll with Malone and Stockton was going to, you know, you knew it was coming and it's like, I don't know how growing up, how many times I would watch them play and just be like, why don't they just stop that play? Because you knew it was coming, but it's just like they executed it so well yeah. and their timing was so good. And, you know, two, I remember, two, two other players, yeah, really great players. I remember growing up in like, but it's the characters at that time. Yeah. I used to be like, oh, John Stockton. You know, I was a little kid. John Stockton, that's the short shorts guy. Yeah, yeah. But he's like he one of the greatest point guards of all time. Yeah. You know, like like it's, it's, it's amazing to me, like, Kobe Bryant stuck with the Lakers throughout the whole, his whole career, which is amazing. You know what I mean? The last one, I guess. Maybe. Him and Dirk. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, him and Dirk were probably, like, yeah. the last of, like, this is my team. I'm going to hold it down no matter what. If I got to take a cut. You know what I mean? They took cuts to to improve their team. So, it's like. D-Wade D kind of did that, didn't he? D-Wade. But yeah. he had a lot of help, too. He did have a lot of help. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of help. A lot of help that Heat team, but that's when yeah, it was it was it was fun for me. I don't keep track as much as I used to uh, of the NBA. You know, yeah, like, I used no. to be really fired up about it, but right now, you know, like the only sports I really keep track of are football and mixed martial arts and boxing. You know, yeah. like combat sports. That's about it. Like I know you used to be all into sports, right? Yeah, I mean, like, growing up, I, I mean, I didn't really care much about watching movies or that those kind of things. Like, it was sports. Like, I would watch. I can remember getting up in the morning on Saturday mornings and flipping on Sports Center 
and literally watching Sports Center for like four hours or five hours until the game started at like 11 o'clock or whatever. And then literally watching whatever was playing, whether it was football, whether it was uh, basketball, whether it was pro, whether it was college, whether it was Division two or three or any, yeah. I, I didn't care. I was like, I'd, I'd rather watch this because at the time I was playing ball a lot. And, yeah. you know, um, it was just a big part well, of my you went life. You until college, right? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was yeah. a, a big part. But I think things kind of – I think it was still important to me, but it started to change as I got older. And then when I went overseas, I think I really became more disconnected from what was going on. Right. Like I just didn't – the time, time uh, zones weren't the same, and I didn't watch a lot of sports. And, yeah. Uh, in fact, the only thing I remember really watching over there besides uh, s- s- football, soccer, uh, you know, over there is uh, – was the Super Bowl one year at uh, in Liverpool watching the Ravens play? I don't even remember who they played. It was probably Ravens and 49ers. Uh, maybe this would have been like 2011 uh, or 12. Yeah, that's 12, Ravens and Niners. 12 probably, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, watched at a really crowded bar in Liverpool. So they watch <laughs> football out there? They did, yeah. I mean, they, they yeah. Yeah, we watched it at, uh, what was that guy's name? Gerard. Uh, famous, famous. He's like the, uh, he's like the Michael Jordan. Well, he's more like, uh, he's like a really good player. Like some people would say he could be, he's like the most like renowned player in Liverpool's history. You know, he's like, when you think of the team in history, you kind of think of him. He's like, he was like their captain for years, but it was his, it was his bar that we were at. So it's like, the Dirk Nowinski of that team. Yeah. For, oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Because when you, I think when you talk about Jordan, it transcends. Yeah. It's like its own yeah. brand. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's he, like <laughs> he spent he spent his like whole career there. He right. was like captain of the English team for almost for many many years. Yeah. Like yeah, he was. Oh, captain, my captain, kind yeah, of guy. Right. You know. I'm I'm eager to see like how how live sporting events are going to start off now. You know what I mean? Like. Rough. They start off in South Korea. Rough. You yeah, know, they got the cardboard cutouts and that, stuff. Yeah, so it's empty stadiums with cardboard cutouts uh, in there. Didn't and one? Didn't one country get in trouble for using like sex dolls? That was South Korea. Too. Was that South Korea? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Hopefully, yeah. the, the they were. All, I mean, they look just like mannequins. Yeah, hopefully. They Actually, were all, they look uh, better than mannequins. Hopefully, they're all brand new. I hope they weren't. I'm used. sure. I'm, yeah, I hope. <laughs> well, supposedly they ordered them from a factory. You know? you yeah, because if they were used, that's how you get a, a second case of. Uh, that's how you get COVID twenty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Who, who? I'm I'm eager to see what the general public. How comfortable they're they're going to be with attending live sporting events, not and not only sporting events but live things. Period. Concerts and, and yeah, comedy shows and all these things. It's I'm eager to see because I can speak for myself. Is like I'll go to them. I like yeah, I, I would. Too. I would have yeah. no like second thoughts about. I wouldn't, going but to but you, but you and I have you know we feel confident about our immune yeah. systems as well. Not not everybody may. Yeah, that's why I, I really want to see what the general feeling 
of the public is is like the 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 mind frame you know the problem with trying to do physical distancing and open up for sporting events for concerts for festivals for comedy shows for these kind of things is the fact that those events they have to have the crowd like the crowd is part of the experience like it provides the energy and the feel and the atmosphere and like it just adds so much to it absolutely yeah like and so i I think you know if you start having these events with nobody there or very few people there i just don't know if it's going to feel if it's going to be the same you know if it's going to have the same appeal are people want to going to go want to go i don't know yeah and i I, like it's not going to be as much fun yeah these instagram people are going to lose their minds because there's not going to be any coachella photos this year They're gonna start cutting themselves. Oh, what, what am I gonna post? I wonder. I wonder. Well, the, uh, the <laughs> I wonder if Burning Man's gonna happen. It might secretly happen. Who knows? You it know, might. Who knows? It might. We're opening up in time. They could pull it off. If they haven't. Burning. If Man. they haven't, uh, you know, canceled it yet. Nope. That's uh, that's <laughs> something we should go to. I've wanted to go to that for a long time. Have all that sand up my ass and fucking you know dirt the, in my face. Well, you have to and you in ha- the barter system of uh, you have to make preparations the right way. But yeah. you know it's it's uh, you know you got to have a a place that you can. I definitely would not. It's one of the instances where I would not want to camp in a tent. Normally, I'm like I'm I'm cool with sleeping in a tent, but like the the sand is like too much. It would get everywhere. You need to like rent like a a camper or like a a van that you can just roll like a, oh, a RV, yeah, like for a, sure. like a, even just a long delivery van where you can roll sleeping bags out in the middle of, and, and sleep in the back of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I would do that. It'd be nice to have a bathroom though. Like RV would be the way to do it. Yeah. I mean, if there's sure. no shower there, I'm not in, you know what I mean? Like, well, I, mean, I don't want to be listening to music and like doing all these crazy well, with, 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 uh, with swamp nuts the whole time. You're you know you're, I mean? you're gonna be in in another state of mind that you're not so <laughs> concerned with. Uh, I'm sure. Or with, it could be the other way. I could be like, oh with, man, I'm kind of like, oh. <laughs> with how clean you are. It could be. Could it could go either you way know. at that mind state. You know, it could be whatever mood I'm in. You it know? could. It could. If I'm super insecure that day, I'll be like, oh no, I smell, and then I'm gonna fucking flip out and then die in the desert somewhere well you don't want to be don't be insecure <laughs> everybody there's about love and peace and you know and then mankind we that's us uh that's our take on it from not going there and then we actually go there like dude everyone there's a douchebag <laughs> it was so weird there have been like some corporate you know uh, corporate c- companies that send their you know, people there to bond and do this. So oh, there, sure. there has been some corporate infiltration, but they do a good job. Like it's tough. Like they make it difficult. Like if you, you to get tickets to go, you have to kind of participate and attach yourself to the community ahead of time to yeah. get to, to get tickets or you have to kind of pay out the nose, which is what the corporations pretty much do. But, yeah. Um, so they've done a decent job of like keeping it from being too overtaken, like almost every other music festival. Yeah, I do know, know like when people go to Burning Man, like they stop, like Reno is one of the stops before they yeah. go to the thing. Like Reno is basically like the the entrance, you know what I mean? Like the first pit stop before you go into Burning Man. And like I know you haven't been to Reno yet, but it's like that that 
that city's <laughs> despite what people think i think reno is it's a dope ass like it's a dope ass little town i think it's on the come up and you know i I like visiting that place quite frequently like reno and tahoe that whole area up there yeah i love it i love it it's weird that i love it but i love it you know yeah i haven't been there because before i went all i knew was like was it like reno 911 is it like it's a bunch of weird people like out there while no it's actually like super like naturey people are like nice and polite you're in the mountains you have the trucky river running through it it's actually like air quality is good they actually have more get that here's a fun fact they have more sunny days in reno nevada than they do in los angeles it's good for them <laughs> when i think of uh nevada i think of uh vegas las vegas and nuclear testing yeah I mean, I, th- I think of everything else in Nevada as being a nuclear wasteland of desert. No, like this. I know is, it's not, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like we'll go and you'll be like, "Oh, this place is fucking amazing. It's dope." Yeah, I think, I think, uh, yeah, I think you'll like it up there. I can see why it is the entrance to Burning Man, I guess, and then people get all their supplies and shit, and then go in the desert and get weird, yeah, and do weird shit, yeah, and then come back, quit their jobs live on a farm <laughs> go to the commune yeah just grow uh chicks with armpit hair all around growing tea tree soap yeah. you don't like hippie chicks i do i do yeah but let's shave those pits yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah, let's, I feel let's you. shave those pits let's take a shower i like hippie chic yeah i like you know? i like uh hippie hygiene i like i like hippie but not too dirty yeah you like know? normal like i like normal like be hippie but be normal yeah yeah. you know like get rid of that hair get it out of here yeah unnecessary um i know one thing we wanted to do too was try to go over to like the eastern block (laughs) me you and kyle were talking about trying to go over to like uh prague and all that like the the old cities over there and check that out that would have been amazing yeah i mean just got to do it. I mean, you have way you more know. experience in Europe than me. Like all the experience, like you lived in I don't Iceland, right? All, all the experience. Yeah. I, I've spent uh, a little bit of time over there. So what is what is Iceland like? Uh, it's very different. It's like, uh, I mean, most of the people live in Reykjavik or around Reykjavik, uh, the capital, and so, yeah. you know, I heard it's very beautiful. Is that true? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean it's it's like it's like being on a movie set. It's like being on Lord of the Rings or <laughs> or some crazy shit like that. Like uh I remember, you know, Reykjavik is 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 a lot of fun. It's like a small it's a small it's a small it is a city but it's barely a city, you know. Right. It, How it, what's it, the total it, population? It feels like a town. I mean, the whole country's only like 300,000 or so maybe 350 maybe so it's not real real populous and most of the people are generally around Reykjavik because everybody else lives in villages like around the coast all the way around it so you can there's one road that literally circles the whole island and nobody lives in the middle pretty much at all okay and so you know uh but yeah, we took a couple trips, you know, I went to a, to a wedding up there to like the uh, friend of mine 
uh, is friends with uh, childhood friends with like their mo- the most famous tennis player to ever come out of Iceland. Oh, He's awesome. the only one I think that's ever went pro. Arnar, uh, I can't think of his last name, but Ar- Arnar's first name. Anyway, he got married in in this uh, uh, small town up in the north country, and Jesus, it was I couldn't imagine where we were going. These little roads that are just in. <laughs> it's like this is the main road. It's the only road that goes around the island, but it's like. You know, you get outside of Reykjavik, and it sometimes turns to gravel. Sometimes yeah. it's got potholes. Sometimes there's not guardrails. There's no guardrails. There's go- sheep are just run, you know, running yeah. around. You know, they got the killer sheep over there in Iceland. And uh, <laughs> killer sheep, killer sheep, man. You gotta oh, watch shit. out for the sheep. But uh, yeah, and then one day I, I I I took one day. I worked most of the time I was over there. I'd love to go back and get to kind of explore it more. But the one day I, I took off and and uh, took the car and and drove and did the Golden Circle, which is like it's like a an, an inner ring that's outside and it, you hit like four places uh, right. that are like you hit uh, the the big waterfall that's there and you hit the get to stop and see this crater where a meteor hit that's really huge and, right. and all these kind of things and um, it took all day to do it but literally I drove that by myself and Did everything look like a postcard it does like you're like oh shit it does yeah. i mean the the place where you can see where the continental divide comes up and it's it's that and it's like got all these rocks jutted out and it's actually the place where the the vikings when they settled in iceland it was like their parliament uh, oh, was this okay. was this place uh and it's just it's beautiful man and literally you can be driving along and just stop your car in the middle of the road and get out and just just stand there and you're not going to see another person for uh, who knows when although occasionally it's the most ironic thing people there still ride bikes and people there actually ride bikes in the summertime all the way around iceland so every once in a while you'll be out in the middle of nowhere and you'll see somebody riding along on a bike and they're just making the trek from you know around the island now was reykjavik because I would imagine does everyone kind of know each other in that ta- like in that city like oh that's this person that's that person like they all would have to know each other right I mean I wouldn't say everybody knows everybody but people do it's it's small circles that's what I'm saying <laughs> right so it's like if you hooked up with a chick I mean you'd the, be like oh the, no he won't call you back or something. I mean I mean it's it's worse it's it's a little more drastic than that in fact uh, a couple uh, this maybe four or five years ago now there was an app that came out that was specifically for uh, for Icelanders to um, check somebody. So if you met them out at a bar, you could like check and it would do a back check on genealogy to make sure that they weren't like related to you distantly somehow, because, you know, there's 300, 400,000 people. Like that's a fairly small pool to like constantly be, you know, interbred, uh, you know, (gasps) it's a little bit of a a concern. (laughs) So they do what they can to prevent it. But, uh, you know, people there are awesome it's not it's a uh, they're really friendly and really awesome yeah, what was your work out there uh i took a job at that time um i had been over down in orlando i just actually opened up a, a gym down there helped helped open one up right. and uh a friend of mine from college had hit me up out of the blue and asked me if i wanted to go help him uh basically ch- uh, transition a company from like a print publishing company oh, damn, you guys transitioned together 
<laughs> to the new age okay to the new age to the new right. age yeah all right this was yeah. before transitioning was cool guys. yeah okay. yeah <laughs> yeah we we transitioned a, a company a pub, print publishing company into uh doing digital videos uh, commercials and uh you know websites and that, right. kind, of, that kind of thing That's so right. it was pretty interesting but we did yeah most of the time was spent working but yeah it, it was worth it the getting to see what i did i man i want to go up there yeah check it out i I mean reykjavik is a good town to go out into i mean i don't know about going in the winter time to me the only good thing about being there in the winter would be the northern lights yeah um but the summertime is pretty reykjavik's pretty awesome in the summer i mean it's daylight pretty much 24 hours a day and it's so crazy to go to the bar and then stumble out at four in the morning and it's still bright out yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's so hard to sleep and you just want to keep partying. See, here's and, something I always worry uh, about being a, a minority in these like countries, right? Are they cool? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> well, I think it, at least in my experience, like I think anybody would be pretty welcome in Iceland. Okay. I mean, they're, they're, pr- they're really, a. a a very are there a lot I, of minorities fr- there? Not really. fr- friendly people there's not a ton um you know i think you know as far as well when you say i think it's it's a little different too when you say minorities i think here we think of like brown black mm-hmm. here in the states yeah um over there i think it's looked at more as just immigrant uh so it's less emphasis in just from my experience, I, you know, somebody over there may have a different opinion, but, um, I feel like it's looked upon more as just like an immigrant level. Cause I remember I, the only, the one thing I do kind of remember was talk about, about uh, the Polish people coming into Iceland. Right. That was like the only, the only time. That's their minority group. Well, I just remember having a couple conversations with, with, somebody or a couple people who just were like yeah the polish are coming in here and flooding and doing that you know it was kind of the immigration argument people here make you know a little a little bit i'm gonna tell that guy to relax not not my best buzz polish not not you better relax not to that extent (laughs) uh but i mean there's some you know i mean we i mean dave david and uh had a had a good friend who was a a, i believe he was polish pavel pavel Okay. Yeah. Okay. He was a wild dude, man. It was. See, it always made me nervous when we went over to Pavel's. Here's the interesting thing. All right, so it's like a little bit nervous. Not very <laughs> nervous, but a little bit. Like I've I've drove all around the states though, right? I've been to yeah. all these states. You have too. You know how like you can to go to any small town, in any state. You're driving around like you think you're in like backwoods boondock country, and then all of a sudden. There's a Chinese restaurant here, right? You know how like every like there's a Chinese restaurant basically in any town in the States, right? Is there a Chinese restaurant in Reykjavik? Oh, for sure. Wow. I did a commercial for a Thai restaurant. Wow. You yeah. did? Okay. Or well, I did, two but we, we did. Those are two different things. They are two different <laughs> things, but I'm just saying like there's, we definitely, we had Chinese, we had okay. Thai, we okay. had... Uh, we had some amazing. I thought you were, thought you were gonna say, uh, like th- pretty those much are two different things, but not nice. <laughs> no, they were very different. In okay, fact. okay. Um, but nah, there's pretty much anything you want. I mean, that they have, but okay. 
But I mean, Iceland, you know, the thing about their food is, you know, I would, I would advise the average person to steer away from their traditional it's like uh, fare. Fish? Um, well, when I say traditional fare, I mean traditionally prepared fare. So it's like pickled I, stuff. I would stay away <laughs> from the, the, the sheep's head. No, thank you. You don't want that. I, I didn't want that. Uh-huh. Um, I did not eat the hakuri. I think it's, it's called is how you say it. Is that it. some whale blubber? It's uh, actually fermented shark. So they take uh, the shark and they close. and they dig a hole in the ice and in the snow and they and they th- put the shark down in the hole and they cover it up and they leave it for a really long time and then it kind of starts Rots. to rot a little bit yeah. and then they pull it out and it stinks terribly. Yeah, it's like fermented. Yeah, fermented rotting, shark is what yeah, it is. Shark, yeah. But like the everyday food, like there's some really good restaurants there and they do, you know, the Fish is amazing because it's all fresh. It's yeah. amazing. Like, what's like there? Tried whale while I was there. What's their like? It's very good. What's their like hamburger? What's their like? Pe- you know what I mean? Like you here in the I, states. Ha- hamburger. Yeah. They love hamburger. Okay. In fact, we, I ate a lot of lunch at Hamburgesa. Okay. Hamburgesa, like that was the American That's hamburger spot. It was like the American burger joint, only it was called Hamburgesa. Yeah. And they they it was like a kind of like a it kind of reminded me a little bit of a Fuddruckers a little bit. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, and they had all these different sauces. All the fixings. They had all the fixings. The fixings. They had all the sauces. Iceland has the more sauces for dipping than any place I've ever been in my life. And are these sauces And they're good amazing. sauces. Wow. Like, if I could have... I take that back. The name of that of that uh, burger joint was not Hamburguesa. I was like, is it Spanish? I can't remember the name. It was like All American Burger or something. Is oh. what it was called. It was something like very American. Okay. Hamburguesa is is. I'm, I know. Spain. I know. I'm saying that wrong. No, it's the name of a. It's the brand name of a of a sauce in Iceland. Oh. And when uh, Johnny Milan or David shout, what's up, guys? If what you're out up? There, uh, they would bring this back with them. And bring bottles of it back when when they li- when we lived all lived in Orlando, yeah. and and they lived in in they were in college in Virginia, and I mean we would just that sauce is amazing. So is it is it it's like, terrible for you? I'm sure, but is it like their ranch? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. See there we Hamburgesa go. goes on everything, okay. right. and it makes everything better. All right. I, I mean, it, re- it. it really does. We got all right. One of these. One of these. <laughs> year, we we gotta go. I, yeah. I want to go there. I'm trying to see I hope, what they're about. I hope when we go back, the one place of of maybe every any place I hope is still there is uh, is Bakus. What's that? It's like the. It's definitely <laughs> some people in Iceland and Reykjavik would argue this point, but I I personally thought it was the coolest uh, bar club. Okay. You know, night scene. What was cool about it? Uh. Well, it was definitely not the nicest. It was kind of like a hole in the wall sort of, but was it a dive bar. It wasn't. Well, when I say it was a hole in the wall, like the thing about over there is like it wasn't really a hole in the wall. It was it was decent size, but like it just had the feeling of a hole in the wall because it's like there was one room and it was always really crowded, and the people were there were always like the most mind expansive into electronic music very free spirits wanting to like dance and just have a good time they were yeah they were you know reggae dance music uh a lot of electronic music and just like 
more it was one of i hope i don't write where but it was one of the more places where you know uh drugs were a little more free you know other places in iceland are very you had to be careful because they've done a really good job with like propaganda and snitches out there making people really feel that a lot of takashi six nines out there yeah that drugs are bad and and so like you might be out at a bar talking to somebody maybe you're talking to a girl or or whatever and you know if you're like hey we're gonna go back and and smoke a little weed or, yeah. or do something uh, slap you in the face the, the, i mean that might she might just end the conversation i oh, saw this yeah. happen to one of my friends over there you know all right so with a, with a girl so it <laughs> but it but at bakus you could you if you met somebody at bakus you knew that they were cool with yeah. like all that like they were more open-minded about just life in general you know see that's what i think like you like you said like the vibes in there were cool, yeah. right? This is where I get like, that you know why I love Vegas, right? Because the vibes in Vegas are always fun. House parties were dope too. House parties are dope. Yeah. But it's like, the vibes in Vegas are always fun. Like, now you've been to pool parties with me and stuff and you're like... Yeah, it's, that's wild. That's on another level. That's, that's, that's another, different. That's different. Yeah. But like, you there you saw how like the whole, the whole crowd in the pool wants to have a good time they're open to having a good time right I, that's why i think pool parties in la haven't played like las vegas because everyone in la is trying to be too cool you know what i mean trying to uh, put on a show instead of just letting loose and, and having a good time do you agree I do agree with that. Right? Like, but I, I mean la's got that hollywood feel that hollywood vibe and i think people here they go you know you go here as much to be seen at the event as you are there to have a good time it's like a 50 50 split in vegas when you go to vegas you're going hopefully to not be seen but to have a good a really good time and and hope that no one catches you having too good of a time (laughs) that you know Uh, yeah you know so it, it you know vegas lends itself to be much a much more wild situation and like i like I've been fortunate to go to Vegas with like awesome people, right? Amazing people. I also have a lot of friends in Vegas. Shout out to Chad, Hawaiian Johnny, all my boys up there. But I've also gone, I think it's like vibes, right? I've also gone to Vegas with some whack ass people before. Oh my God. This is why I think a lot of people that have been to Vegas are like, "Ah, Vegas is, it's not for me. I think because you go there with a bunch of corn bowls who don't want to have a good time or they're 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 concentrated on just being straight up retarded before you go to vegas you should watch fear and loathing you should do that yeah in in my opinion and and just i'm not saying you have to have an adventure like that but just you need to loosen up before you go so i'll say this when when me and kyle brought you to vegas last fourth of july right your first time going yeah What was cool about it was we brought you to the pool parties, which were amazing, and the the you know hide at the Bellagio the last the last weekend it was open, right? Yeah. But one of my favorite parts and and Kyle's favorite part and is is, is Old Vegas, Fremont yeah. Street, because that those are like it's so fun. People are loose over there, like they just want to have a good time. More locals over there too. And where it was cool was sometimes I bring people over there like, oh, this part is shitty. You know what I mean? We brought you over there and you were like, 
this is what I'm talking about, <laughs> right? Like, you're I like, mean, this is what I'm talking about. It sort of is a little shittier in a way. It's not shittier. It's It feels dated. But to me, it felt like... I'm it's iconic. Wa- I felt like I was walking through a, an old gangster movie, yeah. you know, like because you've seen those uh, scenes in so many of those movies. The cowboy with the, I you mean, know, the, golden the golden nugget, nugget. like oh, yeah. all, all of that. So like that for me, it was, it was, it's more the down and dirty. Well, all of Vegas can be kind of down and dirty, yeah. but like. Yeah, it's it's a different feel down there. It feels a little dated if you're and if you don't have the nostalgia for it, I guess somebody could maybe turn their nose up at it a little bit. But yeah. like that's that's Vegas too, man. Yeah. That's 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 maybe the center of the vortex. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that is the center of the vortex. Yeah. I think what's also funny is people don't realize like that quote unquote old part of Vegas, right? Is actually Las Vegas. Yeah. Like the strip is actually new paradise nevada you know what i mean like it's a different spot like downtown vegas fremont street that's the real vegas everything on the strip still fun clubs are fun pool parties are fun but i think everyone needs to go to fremont street to really get a full view of what vegas is you know what i mean yeah not everybody's gonna do that though no, they're just going to no. like this is what mo- this is what most of these whack people There's do. not that much on the strip really. Like no, but like this, you that's know what I, what I mean people, like like uh, this is what people do. They go to Vegas, they break the bank on some stupid hotel room that you're not even going to spend any fucking time in. Yeah. And then they try to drink in there with their friends and then they get too drunk cuz the pressure of Vegas gets them like, "Oh, we need to be extra fucked up to head over here." One friend gets too shitty, already starts throwing up in the bathroom. You're trying to get him to go. You're trying to get to the club or pool party, and then it just it doesn't work and then they come back to their respective towns. They're like, "Oh, Vegas is just whatever." It's cuz you're there with dumb people yeah. and you fucked up. That's why See, you think Vegas is I, shitty. I, I also think in when it comes to Vegas and some other spots as well, mm-hmm. you have to forego the normal routine of pre-gaming before going out yeah. because in an, in an environment like Vegas, you tend to kind of drink like constantly a little bit like all the time. So it's like you don't need to go get – and don't get me wrong, it's expensive to go out and drink just like anywhere else. Yeah. But like – if you go get smashed before you even go out or, or get good. a get a good 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 kicking buzz yeah. like you're already bordering on drunk man you're you're not going to even make it through the night no like, you're not going to make it no through chance. the night you're not going to have a good time like exactly. you know it's just too much and if you're there with clowns you're going to be a clown yeah you know what i mean like there're definitely clowns in vegas of course there's clowns in vegas you know like the, you got a lot there's of clowns everywhere though <laughs> Yeah, circus, circus. <laughs> <laughs> but I look forward to Vegas reopening, so I can give you some of my energy, Vegas, because you are yeah. one of my my spirit cities, and I yeah, always I'd love li- you. I'd like to go back to Vegas. Vegas, you, Vegas is fun. Vegas, it'd I be, miss you. And I, I mean, you. it's opening up, but I think it'll be a while before they have the. Uh, I mean, this summer oh, shot. Pool, par- yeah. pool parties are next summer. I oh mean, my unfortunately, god, we're gonna miss a whole summer. I know, but like the rage. Like the the party rage people are gonna have first weekend the pool is open back up. I need to be there. I need to be there. Yeah, but I that's the question. I mean, it comes back to what you said earlier. How are they gonna open that up under 
you know, yeah. a partial opening or a soft opening Maybe, or partial I mean, audience. All right, do you, do you, think you can't have a pool party and have it 50% full and it be losing a money. hit. Yeah, because it could lose money it opening could, up, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Could lose money. I mean, it could turn people off. But what's what's fun is you think of that crew, that first group that that attends these pool parties, they're going to be the most fearless oh, crews assembled from all corners of the world. It'll be epic. This is one reason <laughs> why like I do think that it would be kind of epic to have uh to hat if you had a a club or you had a place like this in Vegas and you were doing the pool party thing. Yeah. To not open up early. And to wait oh. until you could absolutely go full board hog wild. Right. And that first party is literally like an explosion yeah. into the universe of just party madness. See? Oh, my God. I can't wait. Like the the intensity and the drama and the anticipation that party goers would like build up wanting to go to this. Yeah. Here's Especially what, if you had the right acts. Yeah. If you had some acts yeah. that also would 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 amp it up would uh yeah but would also commit to not doing shows until that <laughs> event oh yeah yeah the anticipation the ticket price is like all of it could be enormous and here's for for anyone that hasn't been to vegas and you start going to pool parties and shit don't go to fucking pool parties and be angry at people when you get splashed okay that is the most stupid Shit I've seen in my life when I see I see these people trying to be too fucking cool in the Vegas pools. You need to go to and, the L.A. pool yeah, party. Yeah, go to the fucking L.A. pool. Go to, well, you know, whatever L.A. pool rooftop pools here and people don't even hop in the pool. They just dip their toes in and stay depressed. Go to the fucking Vegas pools. Splash. It, be a fucking kid again. But... Those Let parties loose. are not for kids. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but like, be an adult kid again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let fucking loose. Let your inhibitions go. You know, like, no one gives a fuck what you look like out there. They don't care whether your hair is this. If you, you want to have a good time, they'll be like, this motherfucker is a good time. And guess what? You're going to have a good time. But if you're trying to be cool, you're going to be in a bad zone. You're not going to have a good time. And then you're going to hate Vegas. But... Maybe that's better for me since I won't see your whack ass next year. You know what I mean? <laughs> Vegas, magical, magical. Yeah. I mean, people make a place. Yeah. You know, and for Vegas, it's the fact that it is all these transient people coming there to let loose. That's yeah. what makes it what it is. And not shitting on L.A. like L.A. lifestyle is better. Like us, yeah, like, the it. lifestyle of L.A. of like. You can go hiking, coffee shops, the beach on that side. You can go to the canyons here, or the mountains. That's fucking dope. But in terms of partying, you're you're more critical of the party scene here oh, yeah. here in L.A. than maybe, yeah. than maybe I am. I mean, I don't mind going to a pool party and not getting in the pool either. Like if I'm like, I'm fine to dress out all linen, go to to, to a pool party and just like hang out and drink drinks and like. So, see, so socialize and do that. I would be so like, I'm like, let's get in that fucking pool and like rage. Well, but it ain't. But sometimes the other thing is in L.A., I feel like almost all events, there's like a certain percentage of your attention and conversation that is 
work related. Like, like even if you go out and you're just having a good time, you can meet anybody out here who could be a connection for something you need and you not even know it. And then you're going to, and then the question you're going to ask is, how did I end up on this casting couch? (laughs) (laughs) That's the question you ask. I don't mean, I don't mean that, but like, you just, you just never know. Like, uh, you know, I mean, everybody's in involved in something out here and, and it's, it's surprise. It has shocked me as big as this place is, how small circles sometimes seem. Yeah. Th- you know, that's why I'm kind of thankful. I'm not in the entertainment biz. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Cause like, if I was, I'd probably be like, Oh, that shit's crazy. You know, like you're in the cannabis industry. Yeah. So you're really not running around those circles either, you know? Yeah, the only, you know, I, the only association I've had in those circles is through my homie Clay. Yeah. You know, he, he's 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 like the mover and shaker of the rock world, tastemaker of the year. Yeah. You and know. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm probably your actor's favorite coach out there. So yeah, that's Your favorite true. actor's favorite coach. <laughs> so I'm not going to name drop because that's not what I do, but they know me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't end up on the casting couch. There's there's a few there's a few people who you might see on the screen who actually those those moves the real moves. Yeah, the you know, real the real fight moves. Yeah, the real fight moves. You yeah. know they know how to throw they know how to throw a jab. Yeah, <laughs> they throw their hips when they punch. You know that's it. Like is that right? They throw their hips when they punch. You know, a little movement. You know. You know a little movement. You got to step. You know step with your punches. Yeah. yeah. Feel your body weight distribution. Yeah. Turn the hips and shoulders over. Guess you tell I'm not a fighter. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, I I just, if I go to a, a pool party, like, out here in L.A., and no one's, like, everyone's just trying to look cool, is why I hate going to pool parties in L.A. Or if I go to a bar in L.A. and... If people aren't letting loose, I can't have that either. You know what I mean? Like, I always, I always want to have a good time with people that want to have a good time. Like, there's this bar I used to go to, uh, that I used to go to all the time called the Down and Out here in L.A. Right? It was the best. I used to go there with Alvin all the time. Kyle went there. The reason it was our favorite place to go was because you go in there. Guess what? Everyone's dancing. Everyone's just going for a good time. No one's just trying to look cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what I loved about it. If I'm going to give my energy, it takes a lot for me to get, go out. I rarely go out. You know what I mean? Like, I rarely go out. So it's like, if I do all those things in preparation to go out, I better have a fucking payoff. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm like, all right, I'm already exhausted from the week. I gotta, I gotta like make sure. The shirt's fucking nice. This is good and that. I'm going to get in the car, get the Uber, do this. And then if I go to a bar or, or club and no one in there's dancing, oh, my God, get the fuck out of here. Can't be no half-hearted efforts when no. you're sicing it up. Yeah, you got to size. You know. You got to size. You got you to size up your life. Size it nice. Size it nice, you, you know. know? You guys will get that, what that is later on, you know? <laughs> but, you know, it, it's size is a lifestyle. It's a feeling. Yeah. It's what we do. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's one thing that I wish L.A. did a little more is just let loose. 
I think the yeah. nightlife, to, it's, it's a little too serious. We'll see what happens when things open back up. You know, it'll be it'll be interesting. I think people are going to there will be people that are hesitant, but I do think there's going to be a section of people who are really like dying to get out, be social, cut loose, like you say. Yeah. And just what I think is you're going to have a move. bunch of fake virtue signalers out there that are looking to get laid. You know, like they're wearing the mask and they're but then they're drinking beers underneath and like, hey, what's no, going I don't on? even I don't even think that's going to be it. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that the, I'm doing the, my due diligence. Can you stand six feet away from me? You but can't we can talk still. Nah, man, people <laughs> you can't go out to the club and, and 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 wear a mask like that at the bar. Yeah. Like, that's creepy. Like, how do you know if somebody's attractive? How do you know you want to talk to them? Maybe that's being superficial, I said. That, but, yeah, but how maybe do you, that what, is what makes you want to go talk to somebody. Is What is, if that's how they get put on? Because you, you see a bunch of ugly motherfuckers with hot chicks out here. That's because they, they have money. Yeah, or, or they're slick that's talkers. They have, mm, I bet they still got some money. I know a lot of broke dudes. <laughs> 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 ugly broke dudes. I'm like, how do you land that chick? That's crazy. Must be packing. Well, <laughs> you know, that's a possibility. I also think that it's possible for 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 uh, posers to hold on to something for a temporary short yeah. period of time before it slips through their fingers. It's like grabbing a handful of sand. You got this. You're a fucked up dude, but you got this hot ass girl. It's like that sand just running through your fingers. You're trying to hold on to it, and slowly she's yeah. slipping away. Yeah, you're like, oh, she's smart enough. And then she's gone, and you're just looking at your two empty hands, like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, what the fuck happened? I thought I was indestructible. I'm gonna go look back on Instagram and remember all the times I was with her. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loser. Oh man, but it's definitely interesting. Like. The scene in Chicago is also different, you know, like Chicago, they, everyone has a good time in Chicago, Yeah. especially like we, like there's different reasons, you know, winter, the people that go out, they're like, we need to go out. Cause it's, it, I remember going to reggae shows with, with my crew out there dead of winter, but we, it felt like the summer cause we were at a reggae show and everyone was in a good mood and then when that summer hits Chicago, the the moment you have any warm temperature, that being forty five degrees or whatever, people people are in such a good mood. The patios open up, and it the city opens up, and it's a you've been it's a beautiful fucking yeah. city, man. Like 40, summertime Chicago, man. Is forty five is the summer? That's when it starts to creep. Ah. Like, you know what I you mean? Start like, to feel you've like been through yeah, yeah, yeah. the dead of winter, and then like, oh shit, you hit a forty-five. Forty-five is like the high in summer in yeah, Iceland. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like you hit that forty-five degrees, and you're like, oh man, I remember one, one St. Patrick's Day out there, right? Uh, it was a heat, quote unquote, heat wave. It's like in the four, <laughs> forty-five degrees. Yeah. I wore a a green tank top and some shorts. And we were out, you know, like fuck that. <laughs> but if you lived there the whole year, you think that was warm. Nah, you know what I mean? nah. I think yeah, you'd be you'd nah. be out there, man. <laughs> if you went through the Night King's winter, nah, man, you'd be there. <laughs> you'd be there for sure. I think I'm. I think I'm. 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 I'm spiritually from a from a tropical people. Oh my god, that, that that's me. <laughs> that's me. I would. I, I would say that's one thing I miss. I don't. I don't burn hot. I'm not a. An, a I don't know. I don't. I. I do. You know. I met some redheads 
that were that were definitely ran hot like that up in Iceland, old Viking blood, man. Right. They'd be running around in t-shirts and, and it'd be fucking gingers? cold as shit. And not even giant, just gingers, little little gingers running around just hot burning up like can't can't wear a coat in Iceland. And it's like fucking oh. crazy. I like because you know why? I'm freezing to death. I'm I like because all gingers come from hell. <laughs> okay, Cartman. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Gingers, I love you. You guys are great. I, yeah. I, you know, I've, I've dated some redheads in my day. You guys are fantastic. Um, yeah, I've known, I've actually known a few redheads that, uh, ah, you know, good, good friends and as well as, uh, yeah, yeah. there's some redhead smoke shows out there. Yeah, there are. Um, one thing I'll, I miss about like living in a city like Chicago or like, let's say we were in like Boston or something, right? Like St. Patrick's day. I miss the whole city mm. turn, uh, Turning out for an event. I feel like those cities are more that way, though. Like the Midwest, like the Pittsburgh, the Chicago, the, you know, uh, I don't know what other cities are through there. I don't know. I mean, New, 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 New York, up, yeah. Boston, you know, yeah. those kind of cities. They really like Philadelphia. They really kind of like identify with their city. Their citizens do like in a way that you just don't get the same out here on the West Coast. I wonder why. Because I think it's harsh. I think people there, I think those cities were blue-collar cities for a long time. They were very union-heavy for a long time. Maybe not so anymore, but I think they still have that worker, that industrial mentality. And the you winters think it's are also more like dense? Winters are tough. It's dense. Like yeah. It breeds a little tougher, you know, toughness in them, and it, that's why they're a little more rowdy maybe. Yeah. But it's also like... You know, they put in their hours, you know, I think in the steel mill or wherever it was, you know, historically speaking, that they worked. Yeah. And they were like, man, every day sucks so much. But, man, the fucking Eagles are going to win on Sunday, motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, like they would just that was like their outlet. It was what they identified They're much with. more attached to the spirit of the city. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I do think that. I mean, L.A., who? Who cares? People go to Lakers games and it's like they're there not <laughs> yeah. to even hardly watch the Lakers. Exactly. I'll say like one city that impressed me was St. Louis. St. Louis, visiting St. Louis over the years. I remember um, I took a trip out there with my buddy Stefano and, and uh, we're like, holy shit, like what's going on? Everyone was there for like left work early. There was traffic headed towards a Cardinals game. And I was like, this is fucking cool. You know what I mean? Because the whole city shows out for it. I think I, I do like that. I miss that aspect of it. Um, I think people do that. I think people do that for the Dodgers here. I will say that. Yeah. I think people do it for the Dodgers here. A lot of the East Siders love the Dodgers. Yeah, you know? that's like, true. They, they show up for that. So I think in terms of the like, blue collar, because East Side's more blue collar. You have a lot of working class out here. So I think they're a little more attached to the city. And they've lived here over generations too you know what i mean whereas i think on the west side you have like uh, people that are in and out like uh, transplants yeah so it's like i'm not a dodgers fan I'm whatever you know but here on the east side you got like dodgers for life man <laughs> you well, know yeah yeah like yeah. and it, it maybe it is a little bit of a, of a of a class thing you know on the, the west side is a little more upscale and it's yeah you know, a little more Hollywood and uh, Studio City and, and not Studio City, but what is the what is the one over there where all the agencies are? It's like it's Century City. Century City. It's like its own little block, but it's uh, a yeah, city. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, I, over there in Beverly Hills, I, you know, it is a different, it's, it feels like a different area. It is different, different people, different, you know, it feels different. It is fascinating. Like every part of LA is yeah, like that's a little bit different, like just like I'm through. sure New York and like really all cities that I've big cities that I've ever been yeah. to. They, they all have that sectionality to it. Yeah. I will say LA is more sprawling for sure. You know, and, and each part of the city has different, yeah, different feelings. You know what I mean? Like you, 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 you're on the, you either have your beach towns and then the, the more East you go, you have your like little mountain people. You know what I mean? Like you have, but it's all like LA County. Yeah. You know, like that's what's, that's one thing that's cool about it is like I told you like today I was like out in Canyon Country, and I rarely go out there. I was like, holy shit, it's it's kind of beautiful out here driving through these uh, hills and canyons and seeing like how green it was because usually, you know, it's so dry out here that the mountains are shit brown, but it was green because we had some rain. Um, but it was a it was a real beautiful thing to see, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to see. Yeah, that's why I like to, to run the trails out here. You know, it kind of gives me an opportunity to get away from the city, but still kind of see the city from far off and, yeah, you know, kind of experience some of that nature out here. But, man, I saw on the news they've been flooding the trails and they shut down Eaton, Eaton, Eaton Canyon. Eaton Canyon. Eaton like Canyon people, trails. I don't know. I heard they were littering littering all over the place and and using the creek as as bathroom and like i don't know what the fuck is wrong with people man if you fucking go hiking people shit like like respect nature yeah you know what i mean if you want to like like think about if you were in a, a you know a situation where you had to drink that water like why are you pissing or shitting in it yeah like come on and don't fucking litter don't litter. Like, I hate that shit. When I go out and I'm out like a couple miles out from a trailhead and yeah. you find, I find, I see some garbage. I'm like, what the, how did that even get out here? Like, yeah. It's so crazy. I mean, for me, it's been a long time since I've been uh, at a trailhead because <laughs> I'm not a hiker, but. <laughs> well, you run the trails. You don't have to hike. Oh, them. okay. Well, either one, you know, I'm not a fan, but uh, <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm all. Like, if you're going to go to nature, like, respect it. You know what I mean? Like, don't fucking leave your uh, uh, cliff bar wrapper out <laughs> on the fucking wilderness. You know True. what I mean? Yeah. That's that's fucking crazy. People were shitting in the creeks and fucking littering. Well, I don't know if they were shitting in it. But, I'm just being But, honest. you know, <laughs> they were using it as a restroom is what the report said. So, wow. I'm... I'm taking the leap to assume they were doing both yeah man like well i hope everything reopens soon yeah. so we'll, we'll uh the that mass feel for like oh everyone crowd the trail they'll slowly trickle away people won't fuck with it anymore and things will go back to normal i hope yeah i mean people just need to keep a a, a reasonable mind about things and uh be patient and be just be smart yeah you know I are we're not really getting great guidance right now <laughs> and from our from our leaders so I think you know it's kind of up to us to be smart you know you know if somebody you know you got you got to think about it for as much as you know as an individual I or you may not want to maybe wear a mask there might be I an I or you that 
you know, feels threatened because they're, you know, in the elevator with somebody who's not wearing a mask. I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. Even today I went to, to go get some, some, some tests done. And, uh, you know, I walked in and everybody's wearing masks except the guys at the, the guy at the, at the, at the snack bar who's serving the food to people. He's got his down around his chin talking to his homie there, you know, and it's Uh. like, it's it's weird because it's a it's a, it's a you know it's a it's a medical sort of office kind of setting and it's it's like they were what, serving food there. Well, you know, it was, yeah, yeah, it was a little snack bar. I mean, it wasn't a lot. You know, it was like just like ringing up you know sodas, drinks, and I think they maybe made like smoothies or something. It wasn't like cooking food. Oh, okay, I thought I thought it was like yeah, no, you had it catered. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, yeah, like. I mean, how did you feel about that though? That his mask was down. What were your like thoughts as it was going on? I mean, it, I don't really, personally, me, I don't care yeah. he, he that he didn't have a mask on. But could I, you tell I other people feel, were like, "Oh my God, they don't." Have I didn't. His mask I, on. I don't know if I really sensed that from the other people there, but I did kind of feel like you know what, he does work in this building. Like he should just wear the mask. Yeah. Like be respectful, because there was a lot. There were a lot of old, older people in there too. What if he's like, I got the antibody test, bro? Well, that's great, but the lady over there might not. You know, <laughs> that's true. And yeah. so, like, I think if you're working in a medical or a health field setting or environment, that you know, I'm sorry, that's part of your job right now. Yeah, yeah. Even if you're the maintenance guy, like that's part of your job right now. Yeah. You know, as long as you have a job, guys. <laughs> yeah well it seems it seems like er, hopefully people will be back to at least have the opportunity to open up uh, you know i think it's going to be interesting to see how many you know i mean are c- you going to come off of unemployment now are you going to eat at a restaurant this weekend since they're open back up this weekend yeah i don't know maybe do i have a reason to go eat well, it's like uh, like you were saying, like <laughs> the nightclub has been closed for yeah. a time, and you want to fucking go in. Do you have that feeling about a restaurant? Like, I just want to sit down and be. Yeah, served I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind going out and having a having a cold beer and a big steak or something, you uh, know. Yeah, that's that Matthew Nathaniel meal right there. I mean, I don't often eat a, a, a beer and steak, but like. <laughs> You know, that seems like the right kind of meal. I eat a lot of salads on my own, so it's like when yeah. I go out I like to, you know Fuck yeah. Do it do it do it right and and uh it seems like after depriving ourselves from being able to go get uh cooked food out uh, at, at, at restaurants that uh that'd be a great place. You know where we should go. Where? We should go to this place over in Hollywood called I, I know you've heard of it, D'Antonio's or D'Antonio's. Dan, Dantana's. Dantana's, yeah. Dantana's. In West Hollywood. I hear it's fucking great, man. I'll be good luck getting in there. <laughs> what do you mean good luck going in? I know getting people in that there. I know people that just go in. Yeah? Yeah. For dinner? I mean, what do you mean for dinner? Like, like during dinner times? I mean, they tend to eat a little later. Okay. So <laughs> like they go for dinner at probably like nine or ten okay. o'clock. Well yeah, okay. But yeah. when they go, but I'm talking about like I thought about like a normal day, like six, you're fucked. I don't think you're getting. I it mean, there. well, maybe not. Yeah. But you know, I bet, I bet we could, I bet we could, I bet we could get in. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm I down. Bet, I bet we could get a steak, get a beer, whatever. If we, they if have we in put there. our minds to it. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, fuck yeah, I'm down for that. You know, I don't know if they're open. <laughs> <laughs> well, restaurants but are open back up. I don't think you... Are they open in L.A. County, though? Yeah, today. Oh, wow. Yeah. Man, that means the hair hair salons are going open today. Barbershops. Yeah. Man, I'm dying for a haircut. Yes, I mean, that, guys, that's why me and Matt are wearing beanies. Yeah. Um, you know, we <laughs> we noticed that first episode, uh, our, our quarantine hair just wanted to, uh, you know, it made us uh, throw up in our mouths. It was disgusting, you know, disgusting. So <laughs> I think that's one thing we'll do this weekend. Get some fucking haircuts. Look like the handsome men that we are. Yeah, I've, I've been we are. I've been ignored so far. I hit up I hit up the the place where I get my hair cut. I hit up the business. They didn't answer their phone. Their, <laughs> their voicemail was full. I sent them an email. I haven't gotten a response. I even hit up the 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 girl who cuts my hair on Instagram. Ooh, you dropped in the DMs. I did drop into the DM. I was de- I'm desperate. I she was, was hoping. She's like, oh, he's going to ask me for a date finally. And then, hey, can you cut my hair? <laughs> 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 so that's why she didn't respond. She was kind of butthurt about it, probably. <laughs> nah, I don't think she's. I don't, I don't think she thinks that. Well, you know, that's, that's probably what we're going to do this weekend. This has been uh, the second. Yeah, num- episode number two of uh, we dropped the, the deuce. Yeah, <laughs> we dropped the deuce on you guys. <laughs> Accept it. So, um, you know, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Evolved Idiots, all one word on Instagram, on Twitter, Evolved underscore Idiots, and uh, Facebook is just at the Evolved Idiots. So, uh, follow us on there. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a like and subscribe, and. Uh, you know, we're we're here for you guys. We're here to entertain. We're here to get you through hard times and this talk shit, man. Like, I know a lot of podcasts uh, help, have helped me out just, like, calming down. It gives me content through the day. So, hopefully we made your day a little brighter, guys. My name is Mike Mendoza, and this is Matthew Nathaniel. And we wish you adieu. Peace, love, and power to the people.